right, might as well start this bitch, huh? Hello, everybody. I am your host, Colm McAllister, and you are watching slash listening to the McAllister Hours, as always. And I am once again your host, and I am drunk. I might have hydrated a little more than usual before this podcast episode. Um, but alas, here I am, um by myself this time i it's been it's been a fucking hot minute since i've done a solo podcast um this is episode 17 i think the last episode i did solely was episode 10 if i remember correctly um that was amidst the peak of the coronavirus when everything was still fucking in full circle and going crazy um but alas here we are but it's middle of may roughly um the end the end of may will be dawning upon us in probably about a week here um i don't want to get too into the coronavirus because i'm really fucking sick of it i'm i'm sick of hearing about it i i i love all these podcasts i love all this shit that's going on um but yeah i'm done uh i've had it the only thing I'm going to say is that uh, I don't think – I think people should think a little bit before panicking as much as they are. I think they should do your research. Um, along with that, um, I'm going to quote a good friend in saying, um, you know, let the experts handle it. Um, we as people can only do so much. I uh I apologize in advance. You're probably gonna have to deal with some tender pauses as I smoke hookah. This is a very laid back episode. This is not your regular McAllister hours content. This is very laid back, um, very drunken, and we're just chilling here. That's all that. Um, the production value that I have put into this is kind of a scary amount. I'm not gonna lie. I have I got studio lights. Um, like, what, three days ago, four days ago, I've lost track of all days, all time, all concept of, all, of everything. Um, but yeah, I got these around then and they've worked out pretty well. Um, it, I, <laughs> as I'm playing this, I'm noticing glare. I, geez. drunk host Coleman making bad decisions with the camera and lighting. No, that actually looks a lot better. Okay. We're still doomies. Uh, newbies. Holy fucking sh- Holy fucking shit. We're still newbies here at the McAllister Hour Podcast. When I say we, I mean me. Me, myself, and I. Me in the first person. I don't really know why I say we. I don't know if it's like sound more professional. I don't really know. All I know is my face is getting red, as what usually happens when I drink whiskey. Um, I don't know where these guys are from. I'm not trying to promote it or anything, but um, slain Irish whiskey, good shit. Um, really good to get a change up from Jameson or Jameson or Bullet. Bullets. Um, that's been the last couple of times I've gotten. I guess it's technically a bourbon, but I mean bourbon whiskey, kind of all in that same family. Um, I can't do Scotch though. I'm not a Scotch fan. It's just it's too much. Um, it's got that. There's like this taste of whiskey that it's kind of a little when you you know if you if you haven't had a whiskey in a while and you kind of drink it, kind of feeling that you get into whiskey. I feel like scotch is a lot of that. So, um, cheers to whiskey, I guess. Um. Anyways, I don't really have any notes. I'm not, like, doing anything, like, there's no purpose to this podcast, really. I mean, I don't really, I don't really want to spend a lot of time, like, reflecting either. We've had, we've had a lot of great episodes. We have a lot more to come. I, I'm amazed with 
how much networking I've been able to achieve. Um, I have, I have a week and a half day on, day off, day on, day off podcasts. Um, most of them artists, but I think I got a little flavor blended in there. We're going to have some of these personal podcasts. I'm going to try to throw in, um, a solo podcast every once in a while. If anything, just for my mental sanity, um, going through this fucking Corona. It's like, I think it's like 11, was it? Oh, 11.30. It's 11.30 at night as I record this. Um, I just got work about, oh, fuck, what? An hour ago? Living the nightlife. I'm fucking crazy, man. Anyways, I don't want to reflect too much on, you know, what ha- the last few episodes, but it has been very good for the channel. Um, please watch those. Lolo's, Lolo's episodes especially, I think that might be to this date um, the best episode we've seen. A um, lot of great content. We were, we were able to fill up two hours. Um, and as Sloan Koifish, or I know him as Sloan, but his name's Koifish. Or Koifish, I should say. Um, as he mentioned, I kind of let the last half hour of that drain, uh, you know, I kind of let them take the reins because I just got too drunk. Um, today, however, we're going to test this limit. Um, we're going to see how annoying, annoying I am. Um, how much people are willing to listen to my bullshit. So anyways, enough of that. Um, kind of what I didn't want to get too much into that. That was, that's what I'm getting at. What I wanted to do with this podcast is I wanted to kind of recapitulate some things. Um, step back in time, if you will. Um, go back to a time where, um, before the coronavirus, before Donald Trump, before Barack Obama, even. No, I don't know if I'm gonna go that far back. <laughs> um, no, I do want to. Ta- I do want to talk a little bit about. I, I want to tell some stories. Like I know it sounds fucking stupid. I, I like who who the fuck cares about this guy? Um, who's just doing a podcast? Who the fuck cares about him? And it sounds even egotistical saying it now. I can't even look at either camera. It's hard for me to even go about all this, but I think it's important. I think it's important for me to have an outlet. That's what this podcast is all about. If you don't want to listen to that shit, don't fucking listen to this. I don't care. I didn't start this podcast to get hundreds of, you know, hundreds of views. Tens of hundreds. Of, I don't know. Not tens of hundreds. Hundreds of views. I'm... Mm, Lolo's video is about 160. I don't, but I don't even give a fuck about that. I really, maybe I do in a sense. I'm not gonna lie and say that I don't care about it. But that's not, what my point is, is that's not the, that's not the reason that I started this. I didn't start this to get a likes. I didn't start this to be the next fucking whatever Kardashian or whatever bullshit fucking internet celebrity you want to compare anyone to. I don't. I didn't do this to be that. I didn't do this to be that enemies. I didn't do this to break out in the hip hop industry. Nothing. Not. Not. Uh, I'm here to talk. That's all. I'm here to talk. Um. I'm right now. Currently, I'm here to get drunk. I'm here to smoke some hookah. hookah and I'm here to tell some stories. That that's all this episode is for me. Um. So yeah, kick back. I think we're gonna. That was a lot. We're going to take just like a quick two-minute break. And we're going to get into some stories. It's going to be some good shit. All right. All right. We're back. Um, I think I want to... I know this sounds stereotypical, but I always ask us ask this at the end of the podcast to the uh maybe not always but i generally try to ask this maybe towards the end of the podcast for the guests that we have who you know it's no secret in the hip-hop industry there's some uh obvious play of marijuana there um 
I might as well hit hookah at that point. Uh, so I thought that may be appropriate to uh, discuss the first time I ever smoked cannabis. Um, I'm not a glorious storyteller by any means, but especially being drunk. But um, bear with me, I guess. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, recollecting, I was in college, uh, 19, fresh. Uh, I had just gotten done. So I grew up in, I've, I've discussed this before in the podcast. I grew up in Orange City, Iowa. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying anything about the town, but let me just say my experience, just not due to the town, but just due to the circumstances I happen to be in my, um, my outreach for participating in extracurricular activities that were like drug or alcohol related were really limited. Um, if not non-existent. Um, and I just, I just happened to be in a position, um, in terms of where my, um, father happened to be in terms of the legal system that it just, it didn't make a lot of sense for me to partake in that kind of stuff at that age, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's a good way to put it. Maybe, maybe that's the logic I had at the time. Um, to this day, sometimes I kind of wish that I had tripod when I was 16. Um, and people think, you know, you know, people told me like, no, it's good that you wait till, until you were an adult. And maybe they're right. Um, but I don't know. Part of me thinks if I, if I had had that, um, inclination to let loose, if I had had that ability to let loose, maybe... Maybe it would have been able to do a lot better in school. I know that sounds, you know, counterproductive to what the stereotype of marijuana is, but, um, fuck you. (laughs) Anyways, so I'm in college. Um, second floor Mickelson. Um, funny story. My ex-wife was on, uh, first floor Mickelson. But anyways, uh, regardless of that, this doesn't have to anything to do with her it's just funny anecdote second floor mickelson was like the for that year i think it was just notorious around campus to be the fucking party floor like pot pothead central drinking central um there we can get into this later maybe but there was a time where um there was like a party on the floor people drinking um a woman passed out and almost died from blood alcohol poisoning. Um, a guy got arrested. Uh, crazy. A lot of crazy shit happened on that floor. But anyways, um, so notorious for crazy shit. Um, but there was a large amount of marijuana use on that floor. Um, which, I mean, that's it's, it's a regularity in college. Um, but I think on that floor in particular, it just happened to be that somehow all the stoners that could possibly exist on campus just happened to exist in this floor. Um, it was all almost magical in a way, like meant to be. Um, my roommate, we're going to call him. We're just going to call him John. That's a vague enough name. Um, John wanted to smoke some marijuana. And I had not done this, done this before. Um, and he needed a place for him and his comrades to um, smoke this marijuana. Um, I was seeing a woman at the time. She ended up being a total bitch, to say in the least. Um, regardless, she was anti-pot, to say in the least. So, it was a, uh, it was an iffy decision. They, they, um, we had one of the people in the group, he offered to drive, um, and I, I agreed. I said, sure, why not? Uh, I guess, you know, I, I just wanted to sit in the passenger seat. I told them I didn't want to partake. I just wanted, you know, I never... I'd never, like, been around marijuana. Oh, shit. I'm spilling all 
If I'm spilling, that means I need to drink it, right? Anyway, so I told him, like I said, I told him initially that I didn't want to partake. Um, so this is um, in Vermilion, South Dakota, Badlands, South Dakota. There's, you know, it's like your typical what you would imagine the Midwest to be cornfields, um, dirt roads, etc. Um, longevity of just nothing. So perfect environment for driving and smoking. Even if it was late at night. So we ventured out. Um, he had a bowl. He had a pipe. Um, we It was a five-seater car. And we were stacked six deep. So there were four people in the back. Um, one driving. One pass, myself and the passenger. Um, so pretty crammed. Pretty packed. It was myself. My roommate John. And then another male individual. And then two other females. Um... So we're we're traveling, we're smoking. I I I finally decided to hit. Um, I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'll take a hit. And they're like, yeah, you know, they're cheering. You're cheering as you know, uh, as stoners do when someone decides to cross over, um, break on through to the other side, as Jim Morrison once said. Um. So I decided to. I said I decided to do that. I decided to take a hit, and. The, the thing is, when you smoke weed for the first time, you're not, you're not really high. Like, it's, it's this, like, unique, it's this unique sensation that you're not stoned, but you're, like, in this, like, midway. I would say it's, they say it takes the second or third time to get, to really enjoy marijuana. I think that's true. Because that first time is, it, it seems, like, so, seems so bizarre. And you know, I think myself to this day, I never, I never got drunk. Um, I, I didn't start drinking until, so this would have taken place in about September, September, uh, would have been 2014. I didn't start drinking until about February, 2015. So I am really, you know, to this day, I am really thankful that I started smoking marijuana before drinking. But anyways, regardless, so I'm experiencing this. I'm having a good time. I'm giggling. I'm laughing. Um, we're driving around, um, you know, airing out all that shit. You know, they're probably loading another bolt at some point. All getting stoned. Um, so we drive around the countryside. Get back into town. We uh, we dropped the two fem the the two females that were with us. We dropped them both off. And then. Um, so, okay, so I guess there would <laughs> my math is all fucked up. So there would have been four guys. So me and the three other guys, we were, uh, we went to another car, went to McDonald's drive-thru. And obviously because, um, as one does when they're stoned, they're hungry. Um, behind us, the car, the car behind us gets pulled over by the police as we're in McDonald's drive-thru. This is the first time I've ever been near marijuana and I'm already encountering police activity um considering my family background in law I am instantly terrified and my comrades um calm me down um they tell me it's all right they tell me it's gonna be okay we just need to chill out we're not doing anything wrong in hindsight I realized that they were correct and I really am glad that they were able to do that because if I had been some dumbass, I'd freaked out. That could have been bad for everyone. <sighs> Regardless, uh, I don't know what happened to the people behind us, but um, I do remember cops getting out of the car, people getting out of the cars, and um, I don't know. That's about it. So anyways, we get our food. We get back. Um, the woman who I was with, as I mentioned before, was very anti-pop. So um, I took it upon myself to... Take about five ten minutes to chill outside, uh, walk around, maybe uh, sober up as you will. Um, this did not work. However, she did leave by the time I got back, ten minutes later. Um, however, upon arriving to my dorm, my roommate pulled me in, closed the door and locked it. Me, him, and another 
comrade of ours who had been in the car. I ask him what's going on, and he says, one of the women who we were with accidentally called 911, and the policy at the time was that if 911 was called on campus, even if it was a butt dial, which it had been, or an accidental call, the police had to arrive on scene. Um, obviously, as we had all smoked pot, and although maybe they were not as inexperienced as was as I was, it was still a very frightening experience. Uh, we all decided to uh, watch Planet Earth. And I remember falling asleep watching episode 5 of the series where a man drops down into a cave. And I remember thinking, holy fuck, that's crazy shit. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the last day. Yeah, pot's fun. It's a good time. There isn't really anything wrong with it. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm careful in saying that because if you would ask me three, probably three, four years ago, yeah, three, four years ago, if I thought that anyone could abuse marijuana or possibly have marijuana be detrimental to their well-being i would have said no um but the more you live and the more you experience um it is possible you do have to think about that you do have to you do have to wonder am i you know what the fuck am i doing am i just spending all my time smoking pot and watching movies all day i mean has my pot use smoked? Uh, has my pot use declined since I was nineteen and starting to smoke? And then, you know, after my first time smoking, uh, D days, the hundredth anniversary D days came down, and my decision was um, un unlike what most people my <clears throat> on my floor decided to do, which was to party and drink. My um, what I did was just smoked for my, my joke is I smoked for a week and then I just kept smoking every day. That was, <laughs> that's what happened. But you know, has my pot use cut down since that point? I don't know. Probably not. It's probably increased. Um, but I can tell you in the time that's increased, I've also changed my life drastically. I've come to terms with things about myself, about life that I would have never even thought possible then. I'm not going to say marijuana was had everything to do with it because I think that would be stupid, but I also think it would be stupid to not appreciate what marijuana did for me. I remember, I don't mean to get serious here, but I remember there was a time in my life where Almost every day when I was, you know, a teenager, not, you know, past teenager, like high school, going into adulthood where I, I woke up wanting to kill myself frequently, very often. I, I used to over dramatize this. I'm not going to do that now. I'm not going to say that my life was completely miserable because I do remember the good times. But I do remember it mostly being negative. I think most of the positive experiences in my life have occurred in this city in Des Moines, Iowa. I don't think that a lot of those experiences happened in Orange City. I don't think they happened in Vermilion. I don't think they happened in Canton. Sure, a few a few instances happened in those places. But overall, I think most of the positive experiences in my life have occurred here in Des Moines. Thank you guys all for hanging in, by the way. I hope this isn't too boring of content. I'm kind of just winging it at this point. Um, but that's marijuana. Um, at this point in my life, marijuana is such a everyday thing. I've been kind of... I don't know. The... the uh, 
I have a hard time talking about this. Maybe not a hard time. Just I'm just a little hesitant. I'm I'm, I'm hesitant putting an episode out like this. That's so so intimate. But that's not a bad thing necessarily. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. But we can get into acid, um, LSD, which is. There was a time where I considered maybe going into the STEM literally to solely to research LSD. I think there it um I think there is a lot of, you know, significant research to suggest that it helps depression. It helps your outlook on life. It helps you I really hate to, you know play that card but break on through to the other side. It's really fucking true, man. All of it. I think this hookah would work a lot better if we had like guests. <coughs> it would even be better if I had like multiple hoses. So like if we had guests and we were like, you know, I don't know. I mean, not like it's hard to find people to talk. It's hard to like have a hookah. I don't know. Uh, when little babies dwell, I think his name, I I don't know. He's my guest on June 2nd. Oh, he filmed me on June 2nd, June 2nd. Um, he's a big hookah provider, so we'll probably pull it out for him. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's difficult to, it's good difficult to tell um like i said before the amount of production value that's gone to this is a little extreme okay acid lsd so as i like to tell people i kind of did everything in that first year um 19 um to uh, fall 2014 turn 19 um by the following fall of 2015, I had um, dropped out of college, start working full time at a movie at a movie theater, uh, Cinemark in West Des Moines in particular. Um, I had tried marijuana, drinking alcohol, LSD, and I was smoking about a pack a day. Um, so it was a crazy year. I kind of, I kind of was, that was my year where I was convinced where I was going to do everything. I was going to fucking, I was going to do everything I could to catch up in a sense. Do I, do I regret this? I don't know. When I put it into perspective of doing everything like that, every, all that in a year, completely taking all those drugs and completely changing my and morphing my personality to that I don't know it's interesting I don't I don't hate the person I am by any means I actually really enjoy the person I am to be honest um kind of one of the first times in my life where I felt that so I don't think it's a bad thing but do I think you need that to get to that point no not necessarily not especially not the cigarettes fuck the cigarettes man there i i get it man if you're if you're smoking and you're young you're gonna listen to this and you be like fuck you i don't give a fuck but please man i quit smoking for a month i've I'm, i'm a month in i'm not gonna lie i think about smoking i've thought about smoking this entire last fucking week it's been like the most stressful fucking week with podcasts, people dropping out and, you know, just not, not necessarily going to according plan. I'm not going to diss anyone. I'm just not necessarily going to according plan. Um, it's been frustrating. You know, you just, you just roll with it. You just roll with it. I don't know where the fuck I was going with that. (laughs) 
fuck. I haven't even hit an hour. God damn it. And that's like with, that's like with bullshitting. Macau's to hours. I don't know. Is it possible to bullshit this long? I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, there are people that do it. I know like, uh, you know, you can talk for hours, I guess. Isn't that what people love about podcasting? You can talk for hours. I hope, if anything, this is just providing people material to, like, fall asleep to. That's really it. You know? Um, not it. Okay, anyways, what I've been trying to talk about for the last two fucking minutes. Jesus goddamn Christ. First time I took acid. Um, so I was friends with um, two guys. One of them... I met through college. So we went to college in... Okay. So backtracking here. So I grew up in Orange City, Iowa. North Coast, Iowa. About three and a half, four hours away from here. Roughly. And... My father, he was county attorney in Sioux County. And he decided to uh, take a job opportunity in Des Moines for a prosecutor job. Um, he's not moved up. He's a judge. I don't need to get into that. I don't need to get into his name or anything. Um, but he's done well for himself. And that that caused me to move. And at the time, I've actually I was actually thinking about this today. At the time, I was very apprehensive about all that. But um, regardless. I think moving to Des Moines really has made me the person I am today, and um, that means more to me than having what would have been, which would have been just staying in that town and just, you know, staying in those. Not that those were bad relationships with those friends, but it would have been menial at best. It would have been. I would have stayed where I was at. I wouldn't have morphed or developed or anything like that, anything of that nature. So anyways, um, I moved to Des Moines and then I, the, so what I'm getting into with Orange City is that Vermillion, where I went to college, was about an hour away from that and about four, four and a half hours away from Des Moines. So it was really a stretch to go to that college and live in Des Moines. Um, I ended up being in that college for about a semester and a half. Um, however, in that semester and a half, I had um, met a friend. And he's just gonna rename or name nameless. Um, who lived it? Who lived in a neighboring suburb? And we, you know, both of us having being marijuana enthusiasts, we had a track, uh, you know, mutual friendship to each other. So we we were friends for a long time. Um. Anyways, regardless, um. I, I met another mutual friend through his and then that mutual friend had another friend who had LSD and the thing I remember remember about this LSD and I've never seen this before in my life is that the blotter was white the blotter paper was white like there was no design on that and I've never seen that since getting acid it's always been it's always had a pattern every time it's not like, you know, it's not always necessarily perfectly beautiful the whole time, but, um, you know, I, I remember when we got an entire sheet of acid, we had an entire sheet one time and it was Dr. Seuss, this trippy shit, but you know, I, I, I guess my point is I'd never seen white acid and it was okay. It was kind of, thinking back, it was like mid grade it, or the, not mid, even mid grade, like low grade acid. Like, probably not even really acid, um, to be honest. It was kind of weird. Um, but regardless, we uh, we tripped pretty hard. We had a good time. Um, but the whole thing was that originally the deal was that I was going to babysit for them. Um, I was going to let them, or trip sit for them in a sense. I was going to let them chill at the place, and I was just going to hang out and smoke weed and have a good time. Um, but... As I am, as my personality is, I got a little jealous. And I was like, yo, I want a trip too. 
So he gave me a tab. So I was about an hour behind them the whole time. So it was really weird because we were just on different plateaus the whole time. And then these guys would end up being assholes. And we, they end up leaving when I was about halfway through my trip. Um, so I had to write out the last half of my trip by myself. The first time I ever tripped. Um, I don't necessarily regret this because I really do enjoy like solo tripping. Um, if I have a night to myself, I really don't mind like taking a tab into her acid and just like hanging out, maybe going out and taking a walk. It's, I find it really relaxing. I find it like a really good way to deal with and my, you know, everyday anxieties. I really do. Th- I, the biggest problem with it as with anything is that it's le- illegal. You're literally purchasing it from the black market. You're not, you're not, you know, it's not necessarily reliable source. I personally have not ever had bad experiences with, like, I've never, I'm going to say I've never gotten dirty acid, but I've never gotten acid that has had any fatal effects towards me. It's always been a good experience. Um, or not good experience. I should say it's been a non-fatal experience. Um, I've definitely had bad experiences with LSD. Yeah, I guess that's it. Um, yeah, let's see. First time I tripped, um, we all just kind of hung out. There's a point we all went. Um, so I lived right by the interstate and there was a bridge right over the interstate. I remember there was a point where we all kind of, there was like a, not barbed wire, but it was like a, you know, fence. Um, what chain chain link fence, I guess. Um, and we were all kind of hanging on it and watching the cars zoom, 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 you know, down below. And I remember like tripping and like almost in a way, kind of like there's only one other time I tripped where I really kind of experienced this that as of now, as of thus far, having experienced experimented with psychedelics. I can speak. Maybe I shouldn't take them if I can't even fucking talk. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why the fuck did I do this? <coughs> See, I didn't even get a good cloud that time. Whatever. Um. But yeah, acid. Um, it's good shit. It, it's it's like a friend said to me one time. Um, you should only take it to have a good time. That should be the purpose. Um, I mean, yeah, you can take it to try to have, you know, meaningful, insightful interactions. They think about shit. You can definitely do that with LSD. Um. I've done it. I I've taken it for that purpose, but I really do think that if you take it to have fun, those, those times will come. You shouldn't let wanting a trip like that affect the entirety of what you want to happen. Does that make sense? I don't know. I'm fucking drunk, man. This is weird. I don't really know what else to talk about. Um, I think, we should take a quick break here. So <laughs> I can figure something else to uh, rant about for at least another like half hour. I think we can call it good. So we're going to take our last break of the show. And I promise we can be done with my shit. All right. Be right back. <sighs> Hello. We're back. Um, somewhat, somewhat back, kind of. Jesus Christ, why the fuck am I doing this? Um, no, I, I, I have thought about it. Uh, I think. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Whew. Whiskey and hookah, man. Uh, not a good combination. If you're trying to be a podcast host, that's all I'm going to say. Um, 
I think I've literally been rambling on just to try to hit the hour mark that the McAllister Hour stands for. But this, what I want to explain with this, this has been an experiment for me. This is, when I do these kind of episodes, when I do these kind of solo episodes, I'm trying to work on my craft. You have to understand, I'm a very socially anxious person. I don't, I'm not like a hype man. I don't like go to concerts and like, you know, I'm out in the front row like fucking vibing and trying to get crazy or shit. I'm in the back. <laughs> Observing from a distance. Uh, yeah, I'm... So for me, you know, for me to like have guests on, for me to have people in, you know, come into my home, my apartment, and you know, come do this shit. It's great. I love it. Don't get me wrong, but there's a certain level of, uh, discomfort that goes along with that. So what my goal here is, is to work on my craft. Almost like a rapper does. Almost like a rapper freestyling. This is my, this is my freestyle. This is my podcasting freestyle. Episode 17 is the McAllister Hours podcasting freestyle we go hard in this motherfucker hard in this motherfucker hard as a motherfucking bitch yeah I don't know anyways what I want to talk about uh, for this last segment of the podcast probably Um, if we're going to be real here um I want to talk a little bit about my days in cross country. Now, I really hate to go off the cuff of this bragging, but I was a four-time state qualifier, technically. I wasn't great every year. Most times I just narrowly got in, but yeah, I ran 3.1 miles in about anywhere from 16 to 18 minutes. So, I mean, to put that in to perspective that's about average of six minute miles back to back um obviously i can't do that anymore um i do really i have been working the last couple weeks and uh getting into walking i think this coming week i'm getting or the week that is ahead of me i'm gonna really try to get into running and I'm, I'm i think tomorrow morning is gonna be the morning i'll really try to do that um but anyways regardless I just want to talk about it. have it, have any of you ever run? Have you any of you ever been in track or cross country? Um it's fucking intense, man. Um the amount of adrenaline, the sheer adrenaline that goes into that. It's fucking insane, man. Running past people, people cheering you. It's almost uncomfortable. It's all, it, it really is uncomfortable. And it is like that that stereotype where like, you know, your high school days are your glory days in a sense. I mean, maybe it'll happen, but I highly, I, I don't really see that. I find it really hard to see that level of like people, the, the, the level that people cheer you on if you're in sports or athleticism. It's really hard to translate that into like doing anything significant. Not that I'm bashing people that are in sports by any means, but it's interesting. It's kind of interesting to think about. As I sit and contemplate. Hitting my hookah. Um, I mean, no, it's like I said last episode. The day marijuana is legalized, we are loading the super. No, <laughs> no I we'll take my old hookah and we'll load it. But um, no, I'm uh, I'm actually really picky about how these hookahs are. I know you can't see it. Me here, you can see it in the side camera here. 
Let's see inside camera. A hookah right there. It's like a hundred dollar piece. <laughs> yeah, this is just uh, this is just some content right here, I guess. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is people. That, the thing that really pisses me off is there are like these people that are like so like they disregard running. They don't think it's important. They they just go to the gym and they lift weights. Alright, cool. You know what you know what lifting weights is not gonna do? Let this is for the sake of argument. Let's say in your fucking you're in a fucking survival situation. Freddy versus Jason. Part two. The sequel to that horrible but fucking amazing movie at the same time. It's hard to, it's true gem. But let's say you're in that. Let's say you're in that situation. You think you could argue that your muscles are going to fight that fucking shit off. But yeah, fucking right. Everybody knows what happens in that movie. Everybody know what knows what happens in that scene. You try, you do your best, but fuck. At the end of the day, you're fucking done. You're done just like anyone else. You know what you could have done in that situation? Besides trying to be fucking macho man and fight them off. You could just be like me. And just run. Just run away. It's not worth it, man. It's never fucking worth it. I didn't want to get into this, but I'm going to get into this because when I thought about running away, I thought about this scenario, this, this situation that a friend of mine is in. And I don't even anticipate him ever listening to this. So to be honest, I don't really give a fuck. I don't really, I don't really care about talking about this. I don't care who's listening to this. I really don't give a shit. I'm going to talk about this motherfucker. I'm not going to say who he is. I'm going to give him respect where it's due. He might not deserve it, but I'll give him respect. This motherfucker, he tried to cheat the system, essentially. In so many words. He might not admit it. I think he admitted it at one point. But, I mean, he really did. He worked for this company. And long story short, this man is getting to a point where I'm I'm really worried about him. I, I'm worried about his mental health. I really don't know what to do about it. I think See, this is just getting to a therapy session. We don't need to do this. Essentially, what the point I'm trying to say is that don't let drugs or alcohol or anything like that don't let that run your life don't let that be something that's going to don't make that something that you're going to run from your problems it's not going to fucking work trust me for me personally this has been a huge factor in me quitting I think LSD has had a lot to do with that Going, going back backtracking to LSD I really think that Using that, having those trips and having those experiences and going through that, going through that crazy ass psychological shit where you, there are times where you don't know what the fuck is going on. That just reaffirms you that there's some times in life where a cigarette is going to fucking do shit for you. And, you know, in all reality, it really doesn't do shit for you at any point. All it really it, it, look, you can either be the one in a million person who is that cool that's depicted, you know, the person that's always depicted in the TV shows and the films, who is like, you know, handles all this shit, but then there's that one breaking point where they have that one cigarette. But that person rarely exists. You can either be that one in a million person, maybe, 
Very rarely. Like, not even worth shooting for, in all honesty. You can be that. You can be the person who goes on and off smoking. You know, quits for a little bit. Goes full in for a little bit. Then, by the time you know it, years have gone by and you're, you spent at this point hundreds of dollars if not to the thousands of dollars on cigarettes just something you smoke that's all it is not like food not it doesn't help your body at all it's just something that is damaging your body that's really all it does and you put this into yourself for years and years and years you can either do that you can either try to fight that battle there's another option where you can just you can be like my friend just give up. Just smoke two packs a day. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm not going to try. What's even the fucking point? I'm at this point in my life. Not a point that's actually been determined. Just this point that I'm going to decide for myself. Where there's no return. I might as well just give up. And just keep smoking. Keep spending my money. I think all that is fucking bullshit man. To be honest. To be fair. Not to be fair. I'm saying not to be fair. Fuck you. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Anyways. Or there's a fourth option. You can really just learn. Just accept that like you can fucking. I, I really hate to be like preachy. I really. As I'm saying this. I sound like a fucking preacher. I sound like a preacher who at the end of this is going to be like. And for only $19.99 a month, you can get uh, XYZ, my Bible, my DVD collection, and deluxe wine, and Jesus Christ bread loaves. It's fucking great, man. <laughs> um, no. I, I really don't want to be like that, is my point. But anyways, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that smoking is it really no. there was a point in my life where I think it really did get me through some shit I had some really good memories with it we were talking about this with Ames like two what was it two episodes ago three episodes ago about how you know there are good memories associated with smoking but you know there's a point where you gotta move on except that that's the past that's really all there is to it um so, you know, if you're in a place where um, you're struggling with addiction, you're struggling with all these things, all these things are really difficult for you to deal with, it does get fucking better. I, I, but, you know, I am going to, okay, here's the thing with saying that it gets better. It's get, it gets better, but it's only going to get better if you put forward the steps for it to get better. I'm not going to get into this too much. That's kind of been my whole vow of this podcast is I don't want to get into this too much. But I, I am divorced. Um, I have recently met somebody who, you know, it's still very new. We're still trading the ropes. Being very careful, being very slow about everything. But it feels good. But regardless of that, before that point, I was in a very unhealthy relationship i really doubt this person is listening to this but if they are i don't hate this person i don't despise this person i really don't think that they're in a good place i really hope they can get the help that they need but that's not my problem anymore my point is it was it was a really unhealthy relationship and i think there were points in that where I really felt like I couldn't quit because I was in that situation. And that right there should have been enough for me to say, you know what, this isn't healthy. If I can't be involved with this person and not smoke, is that really, is that, you know, regardless of being happy, is that even healthy? No, it's not. I mean, that's just the final answer. It's not.
So my point in saying all this. If you're in a situation that's bad. If you are looking at yourself. If you really step back. Holy shit. If you really step back and look at yourself. And look at your life. And realize that. Hey, I'm not where I want to be. This isn't where I want to be. This really fucking sucks. I need a way out. Get that help, man. Um, I'm not a huge proprietor of medication, but if you need it, you fucking need it, man. Uh, I mean, most importantly, I know it's really hard in this time, but like seek help. But you know what? I... Seek medical help, definitely. I mean, that's that should be the first step. Regardless of where you live or whatever. Definitely at least try that first. But beyond that, be smart. Be smart about the uh, medical, care, medical care you're receiving. Um, I'm not trying to diss anyone that works for mental health. I know plenty of people. There have been plenty of people in my life. That I've worked in that field that have been so helpful. And I don't want to put any of those people down. But they're... For how many good people... How many good people that there are... That work in the medical field. There's about twice as many... Fucking shitty, either corrupt or just unqualified people who work in that field. It's so frustrating. It's such a frustrating thing to work with. Um... Not, again, not to discredit what they can do for you. But what I really recommend is when you get that diagnosis, research that shit. Take personality quizzes. Like multiple, sorry, excuse me, holy shit. Take multiple personality quizzes. Um, Figure out what the fuck's going on. Um, Do your research. You know, you can even like seek online therapy. Get multiple sources of information. Don't just like go to some crackpot doctor and just like, hey, I can't read a book for longer than 10 pages. Oh, you have ADHD. You know, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But you do, you do remember that's overdiagnosis fuck. Probably like bipolar is or depression is. You have to understand and remember that there are a lot of things going on right now that maybe just... Everyone is going through. You have to. You have to really. I'm not saying that your problems aren't relative or that you don't need help. What I'm trying to say is that just be smart. Understand what's going on. And I think with that, I have rambled on drunk for about 80 minutes here. It's been interesting. It's been a good time. But I think with that, if I can find it, <laughs> we're going to sign off because I think my dog is dying in the fucking kennel. <laughs> Not really, but um, theoretically, maybe. Thank you guys very much for tuning into this podcast. Those of you who did. Um, later this week, we have um, our first guest. We're going to have. Delo the Dawn, Delo or no, sorry, Delo the Dawn, Delo the Dawn. Holy fucking shit! I am retarded. Um, we have him coming on Thursday. Um, that's when we're filming. It. Um, Saturday we have Sorry Angel and another guest of his. I don't remember his name. Um, terrible fucking host. And then after that we have Jay Bash. He's a good friend. That's gonna be really interesting conversation and everything like that um i've been looking forward to having him on the podcast for a very long time so uh i hope this has been therapeutic in a way it's been therapeutic for me um i guess for me it's kind of served as like i haven't had therapy in like fucking probably since I've had therapy I'm hanging in good but like in a way this has been therapy for me. 
So, fuck it. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? Signing off. Colin McAllister, host of the McAllister Podcast. Stay tuned. We have so much fucking content coming up. It's going to, like, fucking blow out of your ears. It's fucking insane. I've gone for way too long already. All right. Peace out, y'all. Y'all have a good night. Sleep well. All that shit.